This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid. Today we're chatting antibiotics with probably the coolest doctor in the whole world, Dr. Louise Engelbrath. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. And you, Ilana? I want to tell you that you've saved many people's lives and you are compassionate and you are kind. And we feel very, very lucky as Baby Brunch to be able to interview you. Just so you know, Dr. Engelbrecht doesn't always wear curls in her hair. She normally has a ponytail and a very white jacket on. But today when she heard that Baby Brunch is coming to town, she was like, okay, let me dress up and, and talk antibiotics. So thanks for joining us. There's, there's just so much around antibiotics. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put all these myths to bed. I'm going to bring in one of the best. Why do we need antibiotics? Okay, so antibiotics, the goal is to treat a bacterial infection. So that sums it up. So is that it? So you can't treat a viral infection with antibiotics? No, you cannot. And usually when our kids are sick, often it is viral. So we kind of feel like you want to give antibiotics because you want to give everything you can to your kid and you can see they're getting sicker. And you think antibiotics is going to solve the problem. It's not. You actually have to have bacteria in the system to treat with antibiotics. So how would you check? So a runny nose uh, and a red throat, is that viral or bacterial? Okay, so it can be both. And how do you know? So usually, for example, a good example for someone, a child that would end up on antibiotics is it's very red, big, swollen tonsils with tonsil stones on or a very red inflamed ear, even pus. That would definitely need an antibiotic and that usually goes with a fever as well. But usually, like, for example, the pediatricians, um, they have taught us, well, we don't just prescribe antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check when usually they for admission and you don't know if it's viral or if it's uh, bacterial. We do a CRP, and that's usually an indication if it's high. You know you can, it can be bacterial. And okay. then usually viruses isn't that high CRP. So usually with a blood test you can distinguish, but clinically, For example, a very bad ear infection is definitely a cause to treat. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. The range of Epimax Baby and Junior gentle all-purpose emollient moisturizers is an all-day, everyday favorite for babies and children. Give your child a good start to every day by nourishing and protecting their skin with Epimax. Why does antibiotics have such a bad name on the street? Oh, I don't want to put him on another course of antibiotics. Uh Why? Why is that? Okay, so the reason for that is antibiotics is, it kills. Okay, so what is a kill? It kills good bacteria and bad bacteria. So the thing is, we want our good bacteria. We need our good bacteria. Why? Because it's gut protection. So when you drink antibiotics, it doesn't just kill the bad bugs that's causing the the illness or the, the ear infection or the throat infection or the bladder infection or the gastro, but it also kills the normal gut in the, uh, the normal gut flora. And so you can imagine, so your everything that goes into your mouth, food, anything, it's got bacteria. Right. So your body sees that as a foreign body and it needs to have a first line of defense. Your gut is your first line of defense. So now you've removed that first line of defense. So you're going to get other infections or other problems. So can't I just go without the antibiotic and keep the gut, gut bacteria? I want the gut stuff. Yeah, you want the gut stuff. So that's when, example, say, for example, 
listen, there's no way of avoiding the antibiotic. You have to take it. Then you support the gut with a probiotic. Right. That's where the probiotics come in so that you fill what the antibiotic has killed. So that's what it does. Okay. So, yes, there is um, other complications of antibiotics and some benefits um, won't outweigh the risk. For example, um, tetracyclines, it's not uh, to be used in kids because they get very bad teeth from it. So, yes, it does have other complications and some antibiotics is definitely not indicated in in children because it causes um, bone problems, teething problems, other problems that is quite severe. So, yes. Antibiotics, but by now we know which ones are safe in kids and which one we use in which age groups and which ones we can actually um, only use in adults, which there's quite a lot that is not integrated in children. Okay. So when we do have the bacterial infection, is it okay then to take the antibiotic? It is okay, but one that is approved in children at the right dosage for the correct days. So it doesn't help you take it one or two days only. And it was then your child is better than you stop it because you need the five days because you need to kill all of the bacteria. Otherwise, it's going to regrow. And that's where you get bacterial resistance. And that is a big topic. Okay? In ICUs, for example, there's bugs which you get in ICU because there's antibiotic use all the time that's resistant to just almost everything. So you end up with very extremely expensive antibiotics that's, um, um, for example, the one that I know, is for one dose 7,000 rand a day. So, yeah, you don't want to go that route. And usually it's ivy, so you have to go on a drip, go and drink it. So the, the one thing that I can say is responsible antibiotic use for the correct diagnosis. Don't just drink it because you think it's going to help. Make sure a doctor prescribed it and don't just drink whatever you have at home. Rather than come and see the doctor and use alternative things, like, for example, nebs. A plain forward salt water nips is amazing for the airway. Right. So it doesn't have to go that route always. What what if you are going on holiday and you are terrified that a young baby will get a bladder infection and you say to doctor, write me a script anyway. Is that a thing? That is actually quite a very common request, eh? So people come <laughs> and they say, it's like, I've never it, done just, it. Yeah. I haven't. Okay. I, have never I know done you it. haven't. <laughs> But tempting, I'm not going to lie, we all want to be prepared, okay? Yeah. So it's about being prepared and not getting stuck somewhere in the bush yeah. and don't have something as simple as an antibiotic that can help. So my suggestion is always, when you go on holiday with kids, don't go too far from a hospital because you <laughs> might need them, you know? So, yeah, antibiotics um, should actually be prescribed every time. You shouldn't have it prophylactically and just take it with. There's other things you can take with. But your antibiotics should not really be in the medicate. Wow. Okay. Uh, At what age can we start giving antibiotics? So antibiotics, as you know, we can give them in brain babies. We can give them in newborns. They even get it when they mommy's still pregnant. Okay. Again, there's years of evidence on different types of antibiotics. So, and some antibiotics, they work differently and they work on different parts of the bacteria. Some is dangerous to kids and babies, some isn't. Some is safe in the pregnant woman. So um, the age, it's more what is appropriate to the, to the specific infection and what is the age. But, yes, we give antibiotics from a very young age. Antibiotics are bad because? Bad because it does kill all the bugs, good and bad. Uh, antibiotics are good because? They treat bad bugs. 
You, you, you struck a nerve for me now when you mentioned prem babies and NICU. I will never forget at 34 weeks, Shiny. you know, now baby is in NICU. And then I had such a fright. The Pete came to me and said to me, um, oh, we've given her her first dose of antibiotics. And I almost fainted, Freaked. you know. Why, why do they need antibiotics so early on? Because um, in, in my case, a little Annabelle, the lungs were fine, but she had a lot of mucus, you know, a lot of mucus and mm. that she needed. And I, I didn't even ask a question. I, I still don't yeah, know why she shocked. got I was yeah. just in shock. I'm still in shock. <laughs> so is, should, should we be worried? Should we be worried when they administer antibiotics on uh, to our babies in NICU? I would be more worried about the bug and the reason <laughs> why they're giving it. Right. So the bug right. is the problem. Okay. So they wouldn't give it if the bug was not a threat to life. Does that make sense? Especially your yes. prem babies. So, mm. for example, I remember when I was still in public sector, um, we used to weigh the babies every second day. So they immediately, when you see they don't pick up weight, there's something wrong. And then if you see they don't pick up work, you immediately do a CRP. And sometimes you see, oh, it's because there's bacterial infection because they're so susceptible on that PrEP. And so you keep a very close eye in uh, on the PrEP babies. And, yeah, so the pediatricians, that's more they feel. We, are, as a GP, I don't see PrEP babies. But, yes, it's it's really scary. Like you say, you're like, this, you don't know what's going on around you. Yeah. You're taking antibiotics and you really know why the antibiotics is for. But yeah, they will definitely, that's very strict. And the pediatricians are really, they are very strict on antibiotic use. If if you get uh, uh, antibiotic as a prescription, why can't you get another dose if it works so well? <laughs> okay, good question. So remember, antibiotics work at a certain concentration and higher doses, they will be toxic. Lower doses, they will be ineffective. So you actually, right. through years of studies and articles and, you know, They've done the studies on how much is safe at the highest concentration, what would be safest. And then not all um, bugs will die from the first round of antibiotics. So you usually get antibiotics doses three days, five days, seven days, ten days. So usually with an in-hospital patient, they usually end up in, on ten days of IV in the vein antibiotics, as with something mild, like a, you know, just a ear infection with fever and tonsils that's quite large and red, enough to cause irritation, you know, big difference, but still very tough for a mom and for the kid itself. Mm. That can, you can get away with oral antibiotics for five days. You don't need 10 days of IV antibiotics for that. Okay? Mm. So, you know, clinically, you have to decide how severe is the condition. What's, what's the deal with probiotics? I mean, is it like vitamin C? You just pee it out. Does it really work? So... Interesting. There is different types, and some you have to put in the fridge, and some you cannot put in the fridge. So apparently, the ones that you put in the fridge is the ones you want. Okay. Ah. So yeah. Okay. I've actually recently learned that from a dietitian, and that makes sense to me. So you get again your good and your bad bacteria. Okay. So a probiotic again it supports the gut flora. Mm. gut bacteria that's supposed to be there okay they need to be in your gut okay again first line of defense so where's your first defense is you have a mouth kids put everything in their mouths we as well we touch our mouths we eat food we drink water our gut needs to protect us to whatever goes in our mouths so um, that's where the probiotics is actually quite cool so lots of parents 
give probiotics every day with a multivitamin, not really understanding why. So, again, you're supporting the first line of defense to your body. And then, um, yeah, be careful. There's lots of different types on the market. And, but yeah, the ones in the fridge, they are the good ones and they have uh, two types of strains and that's a two strain that you need, usually because they work differently and you need both. I think that was very insightful, Dr. Louise Engelbrecht. Antibiotics, maybe it's not that bad. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid.